Tabiso Ocolam on Repopedio Daily Companion, Aramahale, Jalo, and the Good evening and welcome once again to Radio Puppet. Thank you very much. Uh, good evening, sir. And evening. how are you? I am very fine. Uh, Amen. Uh, we thank God for His grace and mercy. Definitely, it is okay. by His grace. So today's have. program is, I, I believe, it's going to change a lot of lives. Uh, people who have been thinking of starting their own businesses and some who have already started but they don't know how to really run their businesses successfully. I hope a lot of people will be helped by um, today's program. Just, uh, thank you very much for being with us this evening. Let's start today's topic and first of all, just give us the, the overall view of the whole thing, where do we start and all that and perhaps to share with us in terms of from now on, next before you can start with what we'll be dealing with this evening. Yes, uh, thank you, my brother. I think the topic we're going to start now is a very, very broad topic. And, um, and we will not be able to finish uh, the topic today. It's actually a six-part series. Uh, which means we need six sessions to deal completely with it. Uh, what we will do today is to just give the highlights about uh, each uh, series, each topic, and uh, and uh, and then after that, delve in the first uh, session that we're going to focus on, the first subtopic of how to start and run a successful business. And um, and unfortunately, we will not run the series uh, following each other. Uh, we will um, sort of in between uh, introduce other topics, but we'll come back to the series until we complete it. We will complete it hopefully before the end of June. But... Uh, but in between, there will be other speakers because I will miss some Mondays because of international travels. and uh, But also we want to introduce other speakers and other topics. So after our conference next week, there will be more other uh, people coming to, to address the, the listeners. The, these are the first, these are the six key topics. And, um, and then, and which I, I want people to to register in their minds or in their notebooks that the first theme would be getting ready to start your business. And that's what we're going to deal with today, just getting ready. Uh, not starting, but getting ready to start your own business. So today's okay. session will deal mm. with that. Okay. And then the next session, mm. uh, theme two, will be about getting the basic rights in your business because your basics must be rights. Uh, if the fundamentals are not right, if the foundation is not right, that structure will collapse. So the next session, uh, theme two, will focus on getting the basics rights right in your business. Theme three, the third session, will focus on sales and marketing. Uh, as you know, uh, if you, if you do, every business is about how you sell it, and how you market your product, and how you package that. So we're going to have just a session 
focusing on that. I believe, uh, okay, sorry, you can continue. I'll come back later. Okay. Mm. And the fourth session will focus on finance and financial management, getting your finances right, uh, getting your working club capital, drawing up your your budget, getting loan from the banks. We will deal on the fourth session with everything that has to deal with funding your business and uh, getting loans, working capital, budgeting, dealing with SARS, uh, all those kinds of things. That will be in the fourth uh, session. And the fifth session will be dealing with people and stakeholders, stakeholder management, dealing about choosing the right staff, uh, uh, staff retention, dealing with uh, clients, dealing with um, uh, all kinds of stakeholders that are, are related to your business government, uh, suppliers, uh, contractors, etc., etc. So that's theme five. That's the fifth se- session. Uh, the last session will deal with planning and general management issues affecting a business. And and that will also include uh, dealing with the issues like the labor issues, the laws affecting your business, um, picking the right BE partner, mediation, dealing with complaints, grievance issues, succession planning. So it's a broad topic on its own. But in addition to that, we will deal with a, a focusing on good corporate governance, uh, where we'll deal with the uh, king code of corporate governance and, and the, the Companies Act. So so as you see, it's quite a, a broad, and each section is very broad. So we cannot uh, deal with it. We actually, uh, uh, the Global Business School of Entrepreneurship offers fundamental training on these on these topics, and actually, we've developed a comprehensive SMME uh, business toolkit, a global business toolkit, which is used globally uh, for equipping uh, 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 business people uh, to read and to make quick reference about starting and running successful businesses. It has helped many people around the Sadek region. Wow. Wow, that's all I can say. <laughs> I can't wait for those uh, sessions, Mr. Mseleko. But I think this one will be helpful to those who are thinking of uh, starting their business. The question is that, Mseleko, uh, as you are preparing ourselves for our own businesses uh, or start, to start our own business, where should we start or where do we start? Uh, this is very important. Let me emphasize this, that this, this session and all the upcoming sessions are not only relevant to people wanting to start. They are relevant to business people wanting to grow their businesses. They are relevant to big business people uh, because there's a lot of gaps. Remember, many business people don't get training uh, uh, from business schools. You know, entrepreneurship training is a new thing. Uh, we taught... Uh, the business administration, managing existing businesses. So the information we'll share is relevant to old and and young businesses and to those that aspire to start businesses. So if people take um, uh, good notes, it should help them in in their existing businesses to upscale them, to take them uh, to, to the next level. Okay. And and where, where should where should we start? And if you can maybe take us through 
they, they will refer some of the tips in terms of if I want to start a business now, like we mentioned, what is it that I need to look at to avoid uh, making mistakes that can cost me a lot of money in, in, the, in the long run? I think it's very important for people to, to uh, first decide what type of business, that there are different types of business uh, that exists and decide on the types of business that they want to start. By type, I mean the business format um, that they want to start, whether they want to start a a company or whether they want to practice as a sole proprietary under their name. And there are benefits and, and, uh, for each and there are disadvantages uh, for each. And whether they want to start partnerships. Uh, partnerships are, are mainly uh, suited for professional uh, 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 partnerships, professional businesses such as attorneys, doctors, um, uh, accountants, engineers, most kind of businesses, they, they, they form partnerships. But others can form a company or they can operate their businesses under their name. And and I think uh, basic things are, are that you have to decide the format of the business that you want to have. Okay. You have to decide mm. on the name of your business. Okay. You have to decide on the on the on the on the products and services mm. that you want to offer what about the sustainability and the viability sustainability in what sense Vi- oh, yeah instead of for instance i sit down first before i can start a business and see if this business go- is going to work or is it going to just waste my money and before i know it all the money will be gone and i have to think of starting another business you see, this is very important. Mm. Uh, that is why we said it's it's you have to get the basics right. Yeah. You have to know why you're starting a business, mm. and you have to know whether you are ready to start a business. Uh, uh, preparation, as we've said before, should take ninety percent, uh, most part of your time before the actual starting to run a business. In other words, okay. you have to spend more time doing research more time deciding if I have what it takes to start a business. Mm. Because you may decide after your research that, you know what, I don't have guts for it. I'm better uh, working for government. I wa- I'm better working for the company I'm working for. I, I don't have the the appetite and the discipline okay. to start and run a successful businesses. All right. What about doing the, the homework? I know that many people don't do their homework properly. They, they leave their jobs only to find out that they, they're going to need that security, only to find out that there, there are no... Uh, there's a lot of uh, things that are going to uh, lose when they start their own business. No medical aid, no other things that many people call them <laughs> security. You are there and then you realize, oh... By the way, <laughs> this is tough here. <laughs> Can you prepare us for that one? I said, because some of, some of us don't know. I mean, we are used to be under somebody. We don't know what, uh, what is it that they do. We get our, our, our what's the salaries at the end of the month. And here you are, you're about to think about paying people who are relying a lot on you, and you are the one who's supposed to see to it where they are being paid at the end of the month. I think there's a lot of stress that can be involved in that one. Yeah, there well. is definitely, uh, that is why preparation mm. is important uh, and planning is important. And that is why uh, people need to assess themselves and ask themselves uh, a lot of questions. 
before they they embark on uh, um, uh, on a business. First of all, the first question a person needs to ask. Uh, uh, am I ready to go on my own? Am I ready to start a business? Do I still need uh, to rely on an income? Do I yeah. still uh, uh, feel secure in somebody giving me instruction? Hmm. So those are the very, very uh, important, the basic st- starting point. Am I ready to go on my own? Mm-hmm. And what does it mean to go on your own? Do I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? It's yeah. a starting point. Yeah. You have to ask yourself these questions before you even uh, decide. Mm. You see, all entrepreneurs have uh, common personality traits. So, And it's very important for people to be honest with themselves when they decide to become entrepreneurs. Okay. The first question they have to ask themselves, mm. am I passionate about anything that can be turned into a business? Ask yourself, what is it that you're passionate about? Uh, because if you get into a business for wrong reason, it will fail. Okay. So if it's something that is part of you, what you are passionate about, mm. it will succeed. Because whether it's cold or hot, because it's in your system, it's something that you're uh, passionate about, mm. it, it will be, it will succeed, you'll, you'll stick with it. But can you turn what you're passionate about into a business? Number two, what are my skills and talents? Can I use them in a business? What skills do I have? What talents do I have? In other words, it's all about, first, internal examination. Mm. Three, what skills and talents don't I have? It's a very important question. Am I prepared to get additional training to build those skills that I'm lacking? To get a point, if you're not prepared to get additional training, you don't have time, you don't have the resources, then that's a gap. Number four, do I have a burning desire to be my own boss? In other words, am I passionate? Do I, do I really have this thing to go on my own? Because there's, there's ups, there's downs, there's risks associated with being your own boss. Like now no one is going to be paying your salary. If your clients have not paid, no one will pay you. And that's it. You must learn to live with that and blame no one. Am I self-confident enough to keep going with my business idea, even when hard times come? Do you have that confidence? Even when people pull you down, tell you that it won't work, do you think you can stand by it? Do I have the support of my family and friends? And sometimes it's difficult to start a business without their support. And uh, and and I've seen this especially with married people. And uh, uh, because business will cost you, it will take the resources. Yeah. And your resources, if you are married, they are family resources. Mm. And if you do not have the support of your your spouse mm. or your partner. How important, just sorry about that, Adam, sorry, how important is agreement, more especially to those who are married before they can start their own businesses? It is important that they agree mm. because there'll be times when, you know, the first two, three years of a business are the tough ones. Okay. Are the years for making sacrifices. Sometimes you're busy putting in money. There's no returns. Sometimes you make lots of wrong decisions. You choose wrong partners. Mm. You invest in the wrong uh, business. You you lose money. You don't make money. You've taken your pension. You've taken your retri- retirement package. And the standard of living has to drop a little at home. So if your partner does not understand that, you're in trouble. So you have to deal with these kinds of questions upfront uh, to be able uh, to to to, to, to deal with these things. 
these are the, are the few tips that I want to give just dealing with this aspect. You have to be prepared to make sacrifices. Yes. Not everyone mm. can run a business. Most of your time, energy, and money will be going into the business for the first few years. Mm. Be honest with yourself about what sacrifices you may have to make to run your business. So if you are not prepared to make sacrifices in mm. terms of money, yeah. in terms of time, in terms of energy, and if you're not in, uh, interested in cutting on your social life mm. and, and losing some of the friends, don't start it. Yeah. Now, we thank you, um, the Damsaluka, for helping us out because many people have learned through trial and error. <laughs> but we we thank God for somebody like you. He's, 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 what's he getting, he, he's able or he's willing to come and share his experiences and his ex- expertise with us. So we appreciate that, sir. I know that many people don't have to go through what you could have went, gone through yourself. And I would like you to please tell us a little bit about your experience. I understand you are, that you are very successful in the corporate world. I think you're selling that themselves was very good but you decided that you're going to venture into business did you encounter some of the things that you're talking about i want to share i'll share a little about that yeah uh, towards the end okay remind me yeah, no, I'm, not, I'll do I'm not running away from that <laughs> so i just want to give these tips no it's fine I'll go come ahead back to the to share right, okay. my own experience because mm. in each of these scenarios that we're sharing about yeah i've had my own experience yeah and i'll 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 come. I'll come to that. Thank you very much. The the second tip is that you have to make sure you really have a burning desire to be your own boss. You passionate that you can first discipline yourself because the discipline comes first from you before you can be able to discipline your staff. That you are able to wake up early and and go to the business and are able to work late and and that you're not gonna knock off until the business for the day, the job for the day is done. So you you, you must have a burning desire. That's a challenging part. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that's true. You know, running your own business does not mean that you can take holidays whenever you want to. Yeah. Actually, when you run your own business, hmm. you, you have less time to yourself. I think it's more challenging when when you're working from home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but also, you, 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 you have to be to, to to know that when it's the business starts, uh, there's no guarantee that you'll get a huge salary or any salary for that matter, that you are the last to be paid. And, and you have to pay everybody and you'll be the last until the business has taken shape. So in other words, you always sacrifice because you must set example to your employees, you must set example to everybody, and your rewards are at the end. You can't uh, uh, sow and harvest at the same time. Number three, you have to start putting together a detailed business plan and do some research. And uh, this is very important. You might have a great business idea, um, but you need to plan your business model carefully. You need to research your products, to research your services, to research your target market, to research your competition, to research your environment, your business environment. And and it's very, very important because you might be a product that the people in that market do not need or th- that the people in that market do not afford or that the people in that market uh, have, uh, are not interested in. And they may afford it, but they're just not interested. It's not what they want. So it's those kinds of things that you need to do. So doing a business plan is one huge element in in, 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 in dealing with a, a, a business. We'll deal with that later because it's a big part on its own. But you also need to be honest about how much money you will need to start a business. 
and and to work at the worst case scenario. Many people start, say, with 5,000 rand and they discover after two months when they've resigned, etc., etc., that they need 50,000 rand. They did not do their research. They find themselves having to change the business model or to change the business itself. So it's very important when you start a business to be honest, to do your research and, and, and look at every possible scenario to say, what is it that I'm going to need? So starting a business always has financial implications. And you cannot start a business without money. You can't. You need to capitalize your business. And even if you get loans and you get support, but your own money has to be involved. No one will back you up if you are not prepared to risk your own money. And and, and that's key. That is why the banks will always need your own contribution, your mm. own equity. Yeah. That is why the bank will need surety ship. And okay. they are right, mm. let me tell you. Okay. I would also not fund yeah. a person, even if that person is a brother mm. or a son, mm. if they are not prepared to put their necks on the block. Okay. That's not being a business person. Mm. So I think we need to be honest about that. But also we need to be realistic. Uh, point number five, that not everyone can be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, and it's not easy to start a business. Mm. There are people who are meant to work you know, uh, in government, who are meant to work in other companies, who are meant to support. Not everyone can be number one. There are people who are great number twos, great number threes, mm. great support staff. And and again, people have to be honest with that. Yeah. And when 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 they come to that. Yeah. Um, I've I've had people saying that sort of that I'm sorry, business is not for me. And I, can you agree with me that I'm sorry, or some people are forced to be in business because of circumstances beyond their controls. Perhaps they are retrenched and they've got nothing to do, and then they find themselves having to start their own business for them to survive. And most of them lose their money. Very few of them succeed. Mm. Uh, uh, if you look into the research and the statistics, yeah. if you get into business purely because you have money. And and you've not planned to get into, you have no passion, you have not done your research, you just uh, do what other people tell you, mm. uh, bring your money, we can do this for you, you will lose it. It must come from your, you, ha you have to be slow yeah. to put your money okay. into, the, into, into any venture. Mm. Slow. Uh, thorough research, thorough due diligence, ensure by the time you sign off, you're happy with everything. You are, the risks that are presented to you yeah. are the risks you can live with. Yeah. Just one more question that I'm sorry, before you can go to the next point. I'm sorry, I've got a lot of questions that I believe are going to help a lot of people. For, for, for somebody who's thinking of retiring so that they can start their own business, is it not advisable for them to maybe start the business part-time and monitor it before they can completely resign from their work? Don't you think it's advisable if for, for one to start a business without doing retiring such Retiring at what age? Uh, maybe they... No, not retiring, but resigning, sorry. Or resigning. <laughs> resigning, Because, sorry. again, I yeah. think here we have to be careful. Yeah. Um, um, I would not advise mm. people who are too old. Okay. Unless they've already been in business. Mm. And un unless they have, um, uh, have strong support or they're investing a portion... Mm. Of of their investment uh, or pension into business, because business again is risky. You can lose everything. Oh, okay. So it's very advisable to start getting into business at an early early age. The future leaders. We always tell future leaders in the Global Business Roundtable mm. that at between twenty five and thirty five and forty, it's the right time to start. It's the prime because you can make mistakes, you can lose money, but you can recover quickly. Okay. But um, once you turn forty, forty five, fifty, 
and and you want to start a business there you you have to be that's when you have to be very thorough you have to calculate that uh, uh, the decisions you are making are right because mm. if you lose a lot of your money it may be difficult to recover yeah you know from 45 people are starting to work for retirement for their pension so 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 and you cannot afford to lose a lot so we, we again we have to be mm-hmm. objective when we advise people to say be careful if you do start a business and invest it must not be a huge portion of your money okay. that you put at risk Okay, let's hold it right in the damn circle. We'll continue in a little while. Uh, Nalinda, the damn circle, Martin Lahumpeno, Rubajaloka, starting your a successful or starting and running a successful business. Kiserwan Kasnajalo, more later, Ting Lahumpeno, Mirumpeno Rebel Jalo, Horikinso, Kasidiranjalo, getting ready to start your own business. I never thought of the very small like this one. I thought maybe there were how to, but for us, Horebe prepared in terms of redirecting for us to start our own business. I think it's, it's the wisdom of God. And that Ten four minutes to eight on the Rupopedio Daily Companion. This is one of my favorite songs. I play you this one. Thank you'll, you. you'll love it. Thank it's you. by Yolanda Adams and Tato. Enjoy it as well. It's yours for you as well. <laughs> Beautiful song. Yolanda Adams, open my heart. Listen to this.
kindergarten teacher look at her today wow Yolanda Adams open up my heart this is one of the songs that when they're playing I stop and I listen uh, to to the message yeah wonderful song indeed of course I was dedicating it to Ntatem Sereko did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it very much <laughs> and Tato give me a thumbs up <laughs> Thank it's a you. lovely song indeed. 18 yes. minutes to 8 on the Rupert Bedio Daily Companion. We are still honored to have Date Mseleku, a convener of global business around the table. God has given him a huge uh, vision indeed, and he gave him the grace to be able to do uh, what he has called him to do. Wow. So today we are honored to have somebody like him to impart his knowledge, his skill, his expertise with us. Many people are, are very stingy when it comes to sharing with people. Well, we, we see them, they're successful, but they are reluctant to really share their success with them. So I'm encouraging you to really take these things seriously because these things, things like this are very rare. So don't take them for granted. It is God who is perhaps answering your prayers. And most of the times we think that when God answers us, he will answer us by giving us money and a house, neglecting the power of knowledge. The Bible says, my people are destroyed because of ignorance. So whenever you hear knowledge, you must know that God is behind that knowledge because the devil is associated, associated with darkness and darkness is likened uh, to ignorance. So the enemy doesn't want people to access this knowledge. So he'll do everything to stop people from accessing knowledge. The Bible continues to say that knowledge sets free. Even the knowledge of the Word of God sets free. If you are, if you abide in my ways, you are my disciples indeed, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Let's do something with our eye, with our hands. But before we can do anything with our hands, hands, we need to engage our brains and our minds and plan thoroughly. But we thank people like him because we don't have to learn by trial and error. Huh? Because butterfly information, to avoid certain things, you know, they will make our roads long and uneven. So they are leveling the roads for us so that we can just glide. Rel-lefel. I can say... Thank you once again. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's go to tip number five, right? Tip number five. Yes. Mm. Uh, we wanted to deal with tip number five, which was, as I indicated earlier on, get your support, the support of your family and friends. Uh, being an entrepreneur means that you will sometimes go through difficult times, and you will. Uh, at least for the first few years, you'll be working harder than you have, ever worked before and therefore there will be difficult times and you will run out of money and you'll need support and if you do not communicate up front that listen guys I'm starting this and and when tough times comes uh, be there for me mm. you know you must sort that thing up front and uh, that it's not nice many people expect that when you say you're in business that things will just yeah. day one uh, become successful. It doesn't. So that's those are the tips that I wanted to give. Mm. But now I want to go to to a very important point: uh, deciding uh, whether to register your business. Okay. And uh, there's no law that compels you to register your business. Okay. 
Uh, registering means you will have to fill in forms okay. and pay fees. The question is, why should you register your business? All right. These are the reasons. Mm. A registered business looks more professional. Number one. Number two, you can access ten tenders. And, uh, and uh, you know, if you want to do uh, any tender, they want to deal with registered businesses. What's your company name, your registration number, yes. your physical address, your vet number, your tax number. So if you are not registered, you've already excluded yourself from accessing a lot of business opportunities. Uh, secondly, uh, third, the SARS, the South African uh, Revenue Service, offer tax relief Mm. to registered businesses so you would lose some of the of the relief uh, from SARS as well the department of trade and industry reserves its support schemes for registered businesses there are a lot of uh, uh, incentives that DTI yeah. grants okay. uh, to registered businesses if you're, you're traveling abroad you they'll support you with uh, marketing with uh, brochures uh, all those costs but your business has to be registered, must have been in operation mm. for a year or two or three. But, you know, you must have your, your systems yeah. in place. Just before you go to the next point, that I'm sorry, can, I, can you perhaps explain to us the, the importance of registering more especially for you to be able to access the tax relief that you're talking about? Because some of us might not know what a tax relief is and the advantages of getting that relief in terms of maybe helping your business to, to grow. Or benefiting your business one way or the other? There are a lot of incentives that SARS grants to small and medium-sized businesses mm. uh, in terms of at what level uh, of, of turnover yes. can you start paying uh, 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 income tax. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's very important, but if it's not registered, that cannot be applicable to you. You can't deal and, and, and directly with SARS at that level. So you lose those those incentives. It's very, very important. There are many. I'm mm. just mentioning few incentives. There are yes. many, many incentives. Accessing funding from many institutions uh, that give uh, 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 small and medium-sized businesses uh, financial support. You, you can't. If mm. you go to IDC, you go to NAF, you go to CIFA mm. looking for funding, you must be a registered business. Mm. And I think, again, it can be able to help you with regard to maybe when when uh, financial institutions are looking at the history of your business. Exactly. It can really help you. Okay, this business has been running for, for, some, time, for some time and has been making this kind of a profit. Okay. And the business is separate from you. Remember, when you register a business, it becomes a separate legal entity oh. with own with its own assets and liabilities your business is not you okay it has its own audited financial statements it has its own assets and its own liabilities mm. and uh, and uh, the, the creditors of the business are not the creditors for you okay you so your, your 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 properties cannot be attached when the business is is not no doing well. yes if the business is not doing well okay. that's not you oh. uh, that's the business it's a separate entity in law. It's a separate okay. person in law. All right. So so those are the kinds of issues that I think people need to, to do that when they decide whether they want to run their businesses under their name. And there are many other risks, of course, when you run a business under your name. 
uh, and uh, how do you sell a business that is registered under your name that is not separate from you? Later on, when the business has grown, you do want to sell it. And if it's a separate entity, you it has its own audited financial statement. It can be valued. You can be able to retire and say, I'm retiring now. This is how the business has been performing for the past uh, five years or ten years. It's worth so much. I'm selling. I'm, I want to retire. I'm getting out of the business. But if you've not separated it from yourself, it becomes uh, difficult uh, uh, to do that. And I think those are the key issues that uh, I wanted to, to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, and again, I've emphasized this, that it's important yes. to choose a right format of a business, whether it's, you're a sole trader mm. or whether it's a partnership whether it's a, 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 a company, because okay. it flows different benefits, yes. rights and, and responsibilities from, from that. Another thing that we need to register for, again, as we said, is the income tax. Is the, is, 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 you have to register with SARS when you start a business and, um, and, and, and pay your taxes. In other words, and uh, when you've made profit, tax is paid on, on profits okay. and not gross profits or net profits. We'll discuss those concepts of gross profits and net profits uh, later on. And uh, bearing in mind there are tax breaks for small businesses. So we'll come back on the issues of taxes later on and discuss uh, business taxes in detail when we deal with it, with uh, 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 business finance uh, uh, later on in, in another session. Now, another important point, which is very important, is deciding whether to start a business from scratch mm. or buying an existing business. Okay. And I think uh, that's very, very important that people, not everybody who's in business started from scratch. Yes. There are people who look at existing businesses and 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 buy uh, either the whole business or buy a portion of a business. And uh, now with the uh, black economic empowerment, there's a lot of uh, existing businesses that are available to people wanting to, to buy into existing businesses. Now, what does it mean when you buy an existing business? It means you will hit the ground running. Mm. That business has been tried and tested. Most likely, the business probably uh, is profitable. Okay. And uh, if it's profitable, obviously, it will not be cheap because mm. um, uh, when it's profitable, why should I sell a business that's profitable? Okay. And so you need to ask those kinds of questions. Is this business profitable before you buy? Is it active in a large and growing market? Mm. Sometimes a business may not be profitable, uh, but that, 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 would, that would not mean that that business is bad. Mm. It may mean that it's not properly managed. Okay. And if you've got a plan to manage it properly, you can make a lot more profit. So okay. the advantage of buying a business like that is that you could buy it uh, much more cheaply mm. than if you, if you bought a profitable, a highly profitable okay. business. Okay, can I then say that that one is ideal for those who are over 40? Yes, yeah, most of those wow. businesses, yes, yes exactly. So there is still hope for, for us. Yeah, at my age, I'm <laughs> over 40. Uh, um, yeah, it takes time to start a new one. Okay. So it's uh, uh, an existing one, obviously. Yes. You have to borrow money from the yes. banks or if mm. you have money that you've saved. Yeah. And, and first you have to pay back the loan be- before you 
you get the benefits before okay. you enjoy mm. the the dividends. Mm. So but, it will take you some time, but obviously yeah. the risks there are mitigated. Okay, it's again advisable for one to do their um, one's homework in terms of researching oh, yes. whether this business is in good condition. We call that due diligence. It's very important. Okay. The kinds of questions that you have to answer. Yes, and uh, are. What am I really buying? Yeah. You need to know that. Yeah. Do the business uh, customers deal with uh, the business out of choice? Mm. And uh, and uh, does the business make money? Uh, who yeah. are its customers? Who are its creditors? Mm. And uh, uh, who are its debtors? Mm. Um, what is its tax liabilities? What is its track record? Yes. Has it performed well in the past? What you know? You look into the past. Uh, audited financial statements and uh, you look at the legal issues involved, its contracts um, uh, you look at the staff, people who've been working there uh, uh, can it retain staff mm. for how long and if you buy are you going to be able to attract and keep the yes. people who have the know-how so you look into all those kinds of, mm. of that, the financial standing of the business is critical and uh, um, and and you look in, into its 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 debtors book yeah. and uh, its relationship with the bankers yeah. and the bankers are the ones that can um, uh, tell you mm-hmm. if a business is doing well or not yeah and i believe uh, that uh, it is easy for one to get a raw deal if yeah, like if i don't have a business background so it's for, it's easy for me to get a raw deal that's why it's very advisable that i, I can get maybe people who can advise me to help me look into those things that you raised into themselves yes it's very very important mm-hmm. uh, you also need to look as to uh, does the business has assets? What are those assets? Yeah. Mm. Does it have liabilities? What are those liabilities? What's contained in the legal agreements? Mm. Uh, whether it's employee uh, agreements, service agreements. Yeah. All those kinds of things become very important okay. when you do a deal like that. All right. Now, this is a point that I want to mm. emphasize. When you, you buy into a business, yes. you need to get professional Advisors, Amen to, to that. To do the due diligence. Amen to Whether that. Whether they are uh, transaction advisors, yeah. lawyers or accountants, people who understand the numbers, who are going to be able to look into those numbers and tell you this business is not making money, the chances uh, of this business succeeding are, are slim, or it's not making money, it can make money, or it's making money, you're buying a good asset. You need to get advice. They are not cheap. Hmm. But they will give you the right advice. The advice may be buy or do not buy or buy at a a cheaper price than what the seller is asking. So professional advice help in terms of making the right decision. Wow. Hmm. Four minutes to eight on Rupert, your daily companion. I'm taking notes. I don't know about you, but today I'm taking notes. And four minutes to eight, more Rupert, your daily companion. And the circle, let's go to the next one. I'm tempted to ask this question, but let me leave it for, for so, later. So right. now you can buy an existing business, yes. you know, uh, the sales of businesses mm. as a going concern, yes. or you can buy a share, mm. say 20%, 25%, make that business compliant. And uh, or the option is to start a business from scratch, which will mean you have to develop a business plan, yes. do your, your market research, mm. uh, study the competition. And so you have to spend a lot more time there. And you're not guaranteed that when you start, you'll succeed, you'll hit the ground running. So there's ups and downs for all. And there's a last option, which uh, uh, is also available, the franchise of option. And uh, uh, people can also buy into 
existing businesses, a franchise. Yeah. That is, a, we call it a middle of the road. Instead of starting a business from scratch, uh, learning from your own mistakes as you mm. go along, mm. you could invest in a franchise. Okay. As a franchisee, you own the business, but operate it under a known brand. Yes, sir. Furthermore, you have access to tried and tested systems and get extensive initial ongoing support from the franchisor. So, but I think it's very, very important that people understand that when you get into a franchise, uh, uh, you cannot uh, come in and change systems. Yes. You have to operate within the existing systems of, of a particular business. So it's very, very important. It's worth thinking about a franchise. It has its uh, strengths. It has its uh, um, uh, shortcomings. But um, it just helps you get into a, a well-known brand, get into an existing... And we will deal with the issue of franchise in details as we go along. Okay. <laughs> yes, so I thought you were asking a question because you, you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, eight, two minutes to eight on your Papedio Daily Companion. I'm with Ndatem Seleku, Rwajalokahusmola, your own business, Molsing Lahumpunik. I'm sure Molimotimokori, you have learned a lot. One other thing about the franchises, I would also recommend it. That's me now, after I've learned a lot from Ndatem Seleku, I would recommend it for those who are over 40. <laughs> <laughs> it's safer. It's safer, more especially the ones that are tried and tested because a lot of, uh, of franchises that them say, look, I've, I've bought the magazine the other day where I think they advertise over a thousand of the franchises that yeah. are there. And some of them, are, I won't say that they are reliable. You don't want to buy something that is not going to work, but rather buy something that you know for sure that is going to work. I know that there is a fee that you are supposed to pay. For instance, they do the, the advertising and all these other things for you. And I think it's, it's worthwhile. Yeah, you, yeah, we have to make a lot of contribution in the franchise. Yeah. You pay royalty fees, you pay an um, uh, initiation yeah. fee, and then you'll pay um, startup costs because you have to yeah. set up that business. Yeah. And, uh, and and you share in the marketing pool, yeah. you contribute for marketing, and so they they help you. Mm. Uh, and Because the brand is there, they market for you. And uh, people will just come and, yeah. and buy new business. And, and there are other franchises that gave people, uh, franchisors that gave people a road deal. I'm not going to mention them. People just bought those franchises and they end up being uh, disillusioned and disappointed. For instance, I've seen some of those uh, uh, franchises in a wrong position or wrong places, uh, places where there are no people. And you see that franchise there and you ask yourself, but are they not supposed to do the homework for you, helping you find the place where you will end up knowing that your business is going to be successful? People can guide you, but the business decision is your decision okay. and the responsibility falls squarely on you. Yeah. You have to seek advice or you have to make the right decision. Okay. That is why planning Mm. is important. That is why planning must take a lot more time before you execute your plan so that you avoid making those kinds of dis of decisions where you choose a wrong site uh, for your business or for your franchise and you locate your service station in a, a place where no cars yeah. uh, pass by there or one car a day. Yeah. So it's those kinds of things have to be thoroughly researched. Mm -hmm. And you must know that this is a busy corner. Uh, so many cars pass every hour. Yeah. And if I put a filling station here, 
I will make money. Mm. So it's those kinds of things are very, very important in, in decision-making. Okay. Let, let's hold it right in. The Thamsara will continue in a little while. It's one minute after eight on the Rupabedio Daily Companion. Keep those SMSs coming or those questions or comments coming. The SMS number is 37871, starting with the keyword Godfrey. Uh, 37871, uh, keyword Godfrey. Your comments or your questions, send them to that SMS number and be reminded that your SMS will cost you only one rand fifty. Alternative send me your emails to godfrey at redpuppet.co.za godfrey at redpuppet.co.za or simply go to my Facebook page I've already posted the, the topic there feel free to uh, post your comments or your questions on my Facebook page as well alternatively 012 the lines are not yet opened we'll open them later on during the course of the program I'll, uh, I'll however let you know when they are opened 012 am 657, your daily companion radio webit coming to you live on AM 657 kilohertz. This is Godfrey with you, and the name of the program is Monday Live. Radio Pulpit 657 AM. Seven after eight on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Let me remind you that Sipo Kalini Kalina is back on air tonight at 10 o'clock. The program is called Intimate Moments. I wonder what, what on earth will see Paul Kaleni be talking about tonight. <laughs> so he's back on air live from your favorite radio station between 10 and 12 o'clock, okay? I think maybe Nakoyam Palella, Rotlava Buakaying, Sipo, Kalini Kalana. Anyway, Ernalinta Tesipom Seleku, we are talking about starting and running a successful business. Nadam Seleku, welcome back. Thank you, Dr. Godfrey. I think I want to. Just deal with the issues of franchise. Yes, sir. Now that we we're in it, we've mentioned yeah. that we, let's let's just deal with it. And um, um, a franchisor mm. uh, is an entrepreneur yes. who has run a successful business for a quite for some time. Now is a person who's willing uh, to expand his business, but instead of opening branches, that person decides to offer franchises to other people. In other words, to allow people to use his brand name uh, to open the same business. And a typical franchisor will offer the franchisee, a person who who buys into the franchise, the following. Disclosure and honesty. Uh, uh, If you are a franchisee, you must not encounter... Uh, surprises, unwarranted surprises. A person must tell you everything about the business, how it operates, how it makes money, uh, how how he markets it. Number two, he will offer you extensive assistance with site selection. He should help you, yes. and the and the setting up of the business, mm. how you set it up, and and so you have to go through some training. Uh, uh, number three, which is point three, training in all facets of operating that business he or she must offer you the training. It's part of the package. Four, he must also offer you access to bulk buying facilities at favorable prices. And um, obviously sometimes uh, franchises, franchisors own the companies because they buy at bulk mm. and, and they, they sell to you. And he must also offer you ongoing market research and product development. And uh, he must also offer on-site visits designed to improve the franchise business and and also uh, offer an effective forum for an exchange of ideas and knowledge between 
all the people who are franchisees uh, because you would have if you're a franchisor you'll have different franchisees so you must create a forum for for them to meet and exchange ideas uh, about um, their challenges and about the opportunities and what other people have learned. So that means you should work continually with uh, the, the franchisors. Exactly, it's very important, okay. you know, because uh, while it's your business, it's mm. not your business, you know. It has those two elements. Okay. Now, a franchisee is a person who wants to start a business but does not want to learn the ropes through trial and error. Yeah. The following is generally expected of a franchisees. Self-discipline is required mm. to invest I- I- I the opportunities before signing any franchise agreement. You also have to be honest and disclose your your abilities, your likes and your dislikes, your, your financial uh, resources, contribution that you'll make. Uh, three, a substantial financial investment from own resources will be required because you're starting a business even though it has an existing brand, so you must be able to contribute. Uh, four, readiness to embrace the franchise brand, systems and procedures. In other words, you cannot uh, take on a franchise and use your own thing. You must embrace the brand, embrace the systems, embrace the procedures. So an element of self goes away, you know, and there's things that you may want to do but that you may not be able to do. And also, you, you need to uh, have enough drive and passion to grow the business. And you have to be in, in, enthusiastic uh, in participating in all the, uh, the activities that the, uh, the franchisor uh, organizes. So those are the very, very important thing. Uh, there are financial implications, as we discussed earlier on. Uh, an initial fee is required, which is called an upfront fee. This is a once-off payment that is due when the franchisee signs the agreement. And there's also an investment required to set up the business. The money you need to put down to capitalize the business. You may need to pay a management service fee because they service, uh, they provide services to you continuously, your marketing, your sales, etc., etc. So they'll charge a service fee or a, a, a other people call it a royalty. And then... Uh, you might also need to contribute to the marketing fund because you you do joint marketing. They they put big marketing on TV or on billboards on behalf of all the franchisees. So everybody must contribute uh, to towards that. How, so oh, how willing are the financial institutions that I'm saying to finance such uh, initiatives? For instance, I want to venture into a franchising uh, business. No, there are financial institutions that fund yeah. uh, franchises, but you of course uh, there must be reputable franchises, franchise businesses, and uh, with a track record in other places. And uh, uh, even if you do get funding, you still have to contribute uh, at least maybe 10%, 5 okay. to 10%. Right. Others would require 10% of the value of the funding okay. that the financial institution is All giving right. you. Okay. This is a very important point that people need to know about franchises, that a franchise is granted, not sold. What does that mean? This this is an important distinction because it means if you buy a business, it becomes your own. But in a franchise, you only own the assets of the business and you keep the profits. Mm. However, however, you cannot operate as you please because the brand is not yours. Mm. Uh, KFC, uh, Chicken Licking, uh, Nando's, uh, whatever, it's not yours. So you cannot 
uh, uh, treat it as yourself. So the franchisor determines the range of products and services, and you have to follow strict operating guidelines. Uh, you cannot come up with your own ideas. And I think that's the points I really wanted to, 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 to mention. There is a lot of information uh, on the... Uh, 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 on the uh, Franchise Association of Southern Africa, South Africa website, uh, www.fasa.coza.co.za. So, so there's more information about franchise opportunities in South Africa uh, that people can find in that website. Okay. So you must be very, very professional for you to venture into that type of business and that I'm sort of, what are the possibilities of the franchisors kick you of them kicking you out of their franchises simply because you're not adhering to to their rules maybe you are, you, the quality is slow because they love their brand to the extent that they'll never allow anybody to tell yes, their, see, their image most of the time they will put strict yeah. uh, 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 conditions in, in the in terms in the contract mm. so you have to perform Yes. You have to adhere to their systems and procedures. Mm. Uh, you breach them, they can terminate. Oh, okay. So that is why you have to be very mature and serious and respect oh, yes. the contracts that you sign. If you okay. don't respect, you breach the contract, they can fine you and they can cancel the franchise and get somebody All to right. take over. And sometimes by that time, the franchise is, is successful. Yes. It's doing well. And mm. for a person coming after you, he comes in and make more money uh, than you have and, and you've taken all the risks because even if it's a franchise when you start you, you still t- take some time right. to make the money than when that shop has been open for quite some time okay so, all right and and then should you run it part-time or should you be there full-time no you can't run any you can't run a business part-time you can't run a, a, a franchise part-time okay you become the manager or you, you employ the manager a, a small businesses require you to be there to oh, run okay. your business you you must have your, your your hands. If it's different from buying yes, shares in mm. existing businesses, which have a, a, a successful mm. management, where you own a portion, twenty five percent or ten percent. Okay. So, <coughs> a small business when you start a business or you mm. start a franchise, people partner with you. They invest in you, so they want you. Okay. to come and run that business and take the risks and spend your time. You cannot All right. run it. So those more. guys with tax written managers are actually owners of those franchises. <laughs> the, the, pe- the people with? Tax, name tax written managers. So they're actually the owners of those Yes, franchises. they're managing their own businesses. <laughs> it's very important because anything can go wrong in business, especially oh, yes. cash business. Yeah. When you're dealing with cash business, uh, people help themselves all the and time. And food. And men and food. Mm. Many businesses like that uh, have have gone down because owners are absent. Yeah. They are running their businesses mm-hmm. by remote. They trust other people to look after their money. Right. And you know, everybody helps themselves when mm-hmm. they see cash. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Yes. Um, I want also to briefly deal with a point uh, about getting started uh, with very limited capital, with very limited cash. Mm. Uh, that when you start a business, it requires cash. And um, there is no business that will not cost you money in, in one way or another. And, uh, and otherwise, there will be no returns. Anything that doesn't cost you 
uh, will not give you any return and you will not value it and you will not respect it. So you will need capital to start up a business or to expand it or to even grow it. Capital costs, capital costs um, um, are required for many things in your business, uh, you know, to buy vehicles, to buy equipment, to buy uh, furniture, stationery and other resources, uh, pay staff, pay lease. So all those kinds of things, uh, pay brochures, pamphlets, your pro, your business cards, etc. You need to have some, some capital to start a business. And um, there are places where you can get this uh, 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 capital. Uh, first, it's your own personal finances or assets, and it's actually preferable that you, you 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 use your own money because you become more disciplined. So you will not spend uh, haphazardly, and you'll, you'll, you'll spend on essentials when you use your own money. And when you do so, you actually save for the business. You will not waste uh, your money because you know how hard you worked for. So you can get family or friends to support you, and uh, and again, when they support you, it must be clear that it's a loan uh, and repayable, and and with the terms and conditions. And uh, sometimes people abuse their family members and their friends. A friend borrows you fifty thousand rand, and you disappear. You never pay back, and and you never communicate. So so. And um, I no longer borrow friends' money uh, for business or family. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't borrow that myself because I've had that bad experience. So it's either I just give rather than borrow because, especially family, they never pay back. And then three, you can get business partners. If, for instance, you're starting a business and it will require more money than you can contribute. Say you've got your business to start requires fifty thousand and you have 25,000. You can get somebody who can also contribute and own a part of your business. Or you can be three of you all contributing and then you have the capital capital that's required and it's easier to start. And the benefit of that is that obviously you share the risks and you share the benefits. Instead of you putting 50,000, you're putting 25,000. Even if you have 50,000, your other 25,000 you've saved. Obviously, the downside is that now you no longer own 100% of the business. You own um, 25% or whatever percentage. But there are benefits to yes. doing that. How well should you know the people that you want to involve in your business? Or it's a very important, part, it's a very important mm. question you're asking. It's very important to know how to choose partners. I personally have chosen wrong partners five times. I've bent my fingers five times. <laughs> uh, I, I have no. <laughs> I cannot be able to read people. <laughs> so, but it's very, very. It costs you mm. choosing wrong partners. Yes, sir. there are many ways, and we're gonna deal with that about yeah. choosing partners in a business uh, briefly before we close today. All right. And let's deal about, uh, we're still dealing about the finance that you can get people yes, sir. to contribute in mm. order to mitigate your own risk. And uh, so you gang together as two or as three or as five, you each contribute and then you start a, a business. So you don't use all your money in the bank, you use part of it and uh, and and you more. But also you need to decide if those partners you get in are all going to be active mm. or they're just a financial investors that are going to be passive and only get returns when the, the business uh, makes profit. And so that you have to decide as well. Or if you're all active, what 
each is bringing to the table in terms of skills, in terms of networks, in terms of ensuring that the business is is profitable. The fourth uh, entity where you can get funding is financial institutions. Obviously, you can go to the banks and uh, and. And uh, and the banks will borrow you money if your business plan makes sense and if you are willing to sign surety ship and if you are willing to make your own contribution. They will put in money if you are willing to put your neck on the block. There's also government uh, that can uh, help uh, different government institutions and in particular the um, development financial institutions like IDC, uh, like NAF and like um, CIFA, formerly Kula they can also contribute to to uh, helping you uh, with the capital so th- those are the, the 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 institutions so you need to decide what way of raising capital is best for your business and, and you need to weigh the the cost and benefit of the capital that you're going to be, be be getting to start or to expand your business Mm. Yeah. Before you go to to the next point, themselves, let's go back a little bit to the involvement of friends and and family members in our business. I believe this one that themselves is going to help a lot of people, more especially those who are starting. The the the, the, the issue of friends coming to your business and not buying, but expecting to get freebies, including your family members. They come, they speak with you, and after that, they say, "Ah, man, drinking another brayak." <laughs> it happens, I think, in the, in the tax industry to the extent that they wrote something there and said, for the fact that you know me, does not mean you didn't pay me. Because people will simply get inside your text and say, okay, my brother, how are you? And then the next thing they're not expecting you to tell them what they should pay. That one that themselves, I think, could be one of the culprits that destroy people's businesses. Friends who just come there, they want to drink, they don't want to pay. Family members who take sweets out of their shelves without paying. I think what is important is for people to be able to separate mm. um, business from family relationships. Mm. And um, I'm a generous person, I give. Mm. But when I'm at work, I work. And uh, the the money that belongs to the company belongs to the company. I can only give my resources after the company has paid me a salary mm. or after the company has paid me a dividend at the end of the financial year. If I don't have that, I cannot give. If my company can be successful and I can have no money because I've used all my money during the time I have to wait for next year for a dividend to be declared next year, June. So, so there are those kinds of dynamics. You have to separate business income from your, from your own personal income. You work for the company. It pays you a salary. And if you've performed well, it pays you a bonus. And that's how I work. Even if I'm working in my own company, I'm an employee in the company. If I've not performed, I don't get a bonus. And uh, if the company has not performed well, there's no profits uh, to declare. There's no dividend to declare. And therefore, I, when you come to my business and, and I provide a service, you must pay for it. And there's no friendship in business. There's no family in business. It's a business. And... Um, and um, Similarly, when you employ uh, friends and relatives, you do that at your own risk. And, and you must be able to separate a friend and a relative. If a friend comes as an expert and can provide a service, uh, that, and, and, and he, when you compare him and another person, he can do a good job, fine. He can work for you. He can work in your business. But if he's not coming on merit, you're going to have problems. Because once you employ a friend, once you employ a relative, you will not be able to fire them 
<laughs> and that's event. a problem. It becomes an emotional <laughs> issue. So you must always be able to employ. When you employ, employ a person who you would know that when yeah. the business demands mm. that you you fire that person, yeah. you will have no emotion, you will have no yeah. struggle All right. to I let th- that person go. I think my advice go. is that them sort of hire somebody to fire them. <laughs> Sometimes people make mistakes. People uh, <laughs> flaunt their CVs and claim to have yeah. achieved this, to have studied that, yeah. and they come, they mm. cannot perform. So you have to get somebody else to do that job, right. and you have to let them go. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to use the word, strong word, fire. My son, Pilo, <laughs> who's 14, uh, corrected me two years ago and said, Daddy, that's rude. You don't use the word fire. Just be use a nice word. Say, yeah. I have to let you go instead of saying, <laughs> I have to fire you. So, so he, I've learned something from oh, okay. from my son. So be from nice, even when you let them go. Yes, let yeah. them go nicely. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next point that them you can open the lines? You can open the lines on this one. Right. Okay. Uh, let me wrap up on. Right. On 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 this one, we've not covered. I don't think we will cover yes, the whole of this section mm-hmm. again. It's a broad session. I thought we would be able to cover it uh, completely, but I want to zoom in on this issue of um, deciding whether to have partners yes, and where to find them. Mm. It's very very important. Uh, 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 before you decide to bring people into your business. One, it's important that you have a common vision with those people, that you share the the same values and the same principles, and that you share the same ideals, and that you share the same risks, and that you are also passionate about the business that you want to embark upon. Having agreed on that, that they believe that this is a business that they are willing to take risks, because when I say risks... It's very important. Every business has a risk element. You can invite people uh, who, when things go bad, they come for you. They no longer say, it was my decision to invest in this business. They say, you made me put my money in this business. So it has gone down or it has failed. It has not made money. They come to your house. They want their money back. In other words, they don't want now to share the risk all the risk of the business, even if they were your business partners, now is shared by you. I've gone through that experience myself where I had to pay uh, 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 friends and people that I had invited in the business uh, when things went bad. And uh, so they wanted back their money. And and so, in other words, the risk became 100% mine, even if um, we had agreed up front that we all sharing the risk. If that business had succeeded... Um, I would have only enjoyed a portion of the benefits of the return and I would have shared the returns with all of them. So, so you don't want business, pa- business partners that mm. are there for the benefits but that are not there for the downside. Okay. So those are the kinds of things that are very, very important. After deciding on that, you, they have, you have to decide whether they are passive partners or active partners in, in the business. Partner, pa- pa- passive partners are silent partners, are those people who put in money and just support from from outside, attend shareholders meeting, sometimes attend and give advice, and they're just investing cash, they're expecting a return when the company is profitable. Active partners uh, are working partners, are those that are going to work with you in the business, they're going to put money, they're going to take risks with you, they're going to wake up in the morning with you, and you're going to divide the responsibilities that you want to do 
and uh, uh, together. Uh, finding the right partner is difficult. Mm. So you, are, you have to look for someone who has money to invest, who has the skills that complement yours, and who's willing to adopt your vision for the business. And I think that's very, very, very important. Remember this, you will also be spending more time with your business partner than with your family and friends. So unless you like each other, life may become difficult. So you must be compatible mm. uh, uh, to get into business uh, with this person. I think that is very, very important. I want to temporarily uh, stop there. Yes, sir. And, uh, and later on, uh, after we've taken a few questions, I will respond to the question you asked me earlier on about my experience, why mm -hmm. I left corporate uh, to start my own business. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. So look, If you're really in a wall or in a meeting setup, all of us would be going like this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's 29 minutes to 9 on Popedio Daily Companion. The lines are open, 012-334-1322. Please let it be about what we are talking about. We're talking about business, and hopefully um, we, we, we are helping people when they're really interested in this. And let's hope for a, we're not going to raise other issues that are not in line with what we're talking about to information. Let it be about what we are talking about. If you need to comment on what we are talking about or ask questions pertaining to what we are talking about, feel free to give us a call right now. We're talking about businesses. Yes, there are so many things that we can talk about. I know that one. There's a lot of knowledge out there. So we are simply focusing on this one, starting your own business and how to make it a successful business. 28 minutes to 9. Hello, Ham. Money on AM657 Kilohertz. A beautiful song indeed. One of my favorite songs. I'm telling you this Monday. That's why I'm struggling. Zero one two double three four one three double two. Zero one two double three four one three double two. Feel free to give me a call. Alternatively, my email address is godfree at redpuppet.co.za or simply go to my Facebook page and post your comments or your questions there. And the Demoseliku will be here to, will be ready to comment or I mean to answer your questions. Mangele Smash Light says, listening and learning, thank you for this information and knowledge. God bless you. Uh, Smiles, thank you very much, Mangele. And then, um, See, but the Samarola are powerful and informative as always. I was just telling my son the other day that buying into a franchise is almost the same as working for someone and playing a huge, <laughs> paying a huge sum to do that nohal. What's, what's your comment on this one? <laughs> well, it depends, you know, and as I said, it has its yeah. um, cost and benefit. Okay. Uh, that's correct, mm. depending on the view you look at it. Um, and if you feel that you could do better than that, mm. uh, you can start your own business and pay the price and then take all the prof uh, the, the profits and also uh, uh, define your own destiny. Mm. You know, you take the risks, you take the benefit and you have the flexibility to control and determine how and where your business goes 
Yes, it's correct. He's he's right, and or she's right. All so right. that's very very important. Okay, <laughs> uh, twenty minutes to nine on the Republic your daily companion. Let me remind you, we are talking about starting a small business, uh, starting and running successful, not small business businesses, successful and running and successful businesses. That's what you are talking about. That's why, Gary, let's just focus on that one. If you'd like to comment, let your comment be based on this one because there, there are a lot of things that we can talk about. But today we have decided let's just focus on this one so that we can be able to help people who need the help perhaps the question that you you want to ask can help somebody who might not be able to call as we speak so feel free to comment or to ask questions even to feel free to even share with us your testimonies Khori, when I, if you are already in the business uh, did you experience some of the things in the feel free to share your testimonies uh, with us as well we'd very much appreciate that uh, Apostle Robert Nyalungu wow wow Godfrey this is awesome stuff thank you for Having His Excellency Mr. Mseleku to empower us with knowledge, we will never be the same again. It's always refreshing to listen to His Excellency. Excellence, we keep learning every time He speaks. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> I'm really loving it. Hallelujah. Power, power, power. <laughs> Your comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't comment. His Excellency is uh, a... Uh, a member of the Global Business Roundtable, a leader, actually, yes, is Donald, mm. Mm. and he's the trustee of the Global Fund for Christ. Yeah. And we work uh, closely with, with him. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, thank you for the comment, uh, All right. Apostle. Okay, the lines are open 012 334 1322. 012 334 1322. If you have a question from the Maybe you're already there. Please, some of you are already there. You're doing well. We'd like to hear from you. How did you manage? And then, where were the challenges? Or was yours not challenging? Was it just a smooth sailing business? You started it today, the following day you got a tender, you bought yourself that car with a wheel at the back. <laughs> just like that. If it was if it's like that, I mean maybe it's a different case. Just let us know about that one as well. Zero one two double three four one three double two. The lines are opened. SMS number three seven eight seven one three seven eight seven one starting with the key word got for eighteen minutes to nine more real property or daily companion for and that the Moseliku at the Balancer Bangasonajalo, more setting La Humpino Batla Simula, a business here, Hajalo, Monaco, Yahumpir. You mentioned something earlier on, talking about sometimes you start business for wrong reasons. We should avoid doing that. And now I wanted to ask a question what could be those wrong reasons? Wrong reasons are when you start a business because other people have started business. Yeah. Uh, your friends have businesses and they're successful. Uh, you want to compete with them or you want to show that you can do it. Or you start a business because simply because you have money, extra money. Mm. But you have no business plan. You have no strategy. And uh, and and then you lose money. So, uh, again, as we started, we said you must always be driven by passion. You must always be driven by the desire to use your skills, your talents, and your time and energy in a particular venture uh, so that you can add value. You can solve uh, the problems of the people around you uh, whilst making money because business is providing solutions and uh, and in the process make money in, in, in providing those solutions. So it's very, very important. Uh, business 
is risky. You can lose money, you can make money. There are people who are lucky who start and make money first year, make big money as they start. Others are not so lucky. It takes time, they have to be persistent and, 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 and they don't have to quit because they have not made money first year, they've not made money second year. I'm one of those who are not so lucky who kept on pushing um, uh, uh, for years before he started seeing returns on the investments. So, um, and, and this brings me to answering the question you asked. Yes, sir. My own experiences, trained as a lawyer, worked uh, with investment banking houses mm. uh, in the private equity at, at Gensec Bank, worked at uh, DBSA in the structured finance department, and worked with the chambers of commerce. Mm. So I had a well-round business knowledge. Mm. But the reason to to go and start my own business was influenced by the desire mm. and uh, to to control my destiny, but also to offer solutions that uh, I think uh, would empower me. I was just passionate about businesses even when I was a lawyer. And it used to fascinate me when I advised clients who were buying businesses, uh, drafting agreements for them, sale of shares, sale of business, uh, structuring their their affairs. And it just used to, 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 to fascinate me and to see how much money they were making and how much they were uh, paying us as lawyers that it was just uh, peanuts for our legal advice that they are using uh, they pay change and 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 uh, we think we're making money and the guys that we advise make too, well, so much money <laughs> and i realized that you know what uh you know i'm a professional but i'll forever be selling time yeah. you know you sell time because as a lawyer as a doctor as an accountant as an engineer mm. all you do you sell time in other words you bill per hour Okay, and uh, the, your income is determined by the number of hours you've put in, and if you 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 don't work, you don't make money. If you're sick, you don't make money. Mm. If you're dead, you don't make money. So, and uh, I realize that there are opportunities there. I want to be able to make money when uh, sick, when on holiday, when dead, so that my children can continue to to live. And then, and and I decided to get into business. I decided to get into investments. Mm. And uh, and the returns are huge and the risks are high, but uh, you, pers- you you persist and you do your research well, and you push and push and push until you make a breakthrough, mm. and um, and that's how I got into business. And uh, thank God, uh, it finally worked. Okay, after how long? <laughs> I'm the worst case scenario because the first time we saw profit, yeah, uh, was after eight years. Eight years, yes. eight long years, exactly. no profit. We kept on investing. The little that we got, we kept on yeah. investing and building the business hmm. and until it, it it got the scale, it reached the scale. What made you not to quit? Not the business itself, but uh, I, I mean, just be- believed in it, even okay. at the time when it did not make money. Okay. I just believe that there's something. In, in there, it. I will oh. I will strike gold one day. All right, and I did. And it came after eight came long years. After eight years yeah. Wow, talking about the fruit of and patience. I thank God I never looked back. Yeah, yeah. But but there are people who are persistent in doing the business that will never work. What can you say to them? I mean, it's one thing to do something to be persistent on something that you know for sure that is going to work, and another to do something that it will never work. That's correct. Yeah, mm. there's time when. Uh, you completely uh, misdirected yes and you persist in your misdirection and uh, that is why you need to get advice it's different you know 
I got into a business of long-term investments, yes, sir. knowing that it's long-term, that there's no shortcuts into mm. it, that it will cost me, and uh, and it did cost me, and uh, and uh, 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 but I knew it would work. That when it work, it would work. That the returns would be high, and that they will match the risks and the time and the effort that one has put. All right. So it's very important at all time to continuously check: is this working? Because there are ideas, business ideas that will not work, and and therefore you have to refine and change and not use the same same approach right. uh, many times. Okay, we're about to hear business terms now, uh, business language. <laughs> this one comes from Psychisokhala. says, Mr. Msaliko, consortiums, how complicated are they to run? Consortiums are very difficult to manage and uh, because in a consortium there are other people with different expectations. For instance, and I've just given you an example that I'm a long-term investor, I'm a long-term person. So you may uh, uh, do a deal with people who are uh, looking for quick buck, get rich quick scheme and who want to see returns quickly and they will not understand uh, your business philosophy, your thinking because they want to see money now. You're in business, you've done this deal they want to see cash on the table immediately and it doesn't come. So when you get into business consortium check who you're getting to business with and educate them and let them understand the ins and outs of the transaction that it will take long and that the returns will come after five years or after eight years and that there may be no returns if the business go go back go bad especially if you you've invested in a listed company and the share price goes down and it does not go up as you anticipate so those are the risks that are involved you need to educate the people that you are are your partners in a consortium to understand the risks in business. And most of the time, especially with broad-based consortium, mm. many people are not sophisticated business people. And it's only the, the principals, guys leading those that understand the business, the risks associated with it, and the fact that it, things may go right, they may go wrong, and, and the patience that has to be put in uh, for business to work. Okay. This one says, Godfrey, thank you for Baba there. I have a business. I'm, regist- I'm registered, but it's not doing well. I need help. So where to? You see, it's very important, as, I, as we indicated, if your business is not working, we spoke about checking whether you're doing the right business. Check if you're doing it in the right place, the, your market, if you're selling the product that your market needs. Check if uh, you on your own have all the knowledge mm. to run that business. You may need partners that may bring other elements and other skills. Uh, sometimes you may have a business idea, but you, you're just a bad marketer. You're just a bad salesperson. You cannot talk and sell the products that you've produced. So you need a person who's able to talk, who's able to get people to buy. And uh, so those are the, are the dynamics. You may be a good uh, uh, technical person but not be able to manage finances. And you need a person who can be able to do the budget, the costing, and be able to determine whether this makes profit or does not make, make profit and adjust your pricing. Those are the kinds of things that you, you need to consider when you get into business, whether you have all the requisite knowledge and know-how to, to start and run that business. This one says, Hi, Godfrey, I tried it last year, but to no avail, I lost hope because I was duped many times. Really, I'm learning something. Keep on doing good. 
uh, good in that, that that's muscle there. I think that the only thing that you can say to people like that is welcome to the real world, but never lose focus. Yes, yeah, not in a negative sense. I think mm. I think we we all many great business people will tell you, yeah, and upcoming business people that they've lost money, yeah, that they've made mistakes, and a person who says he has not made mistakes has not lost money. Uh, uh, they are lucky. We we salute them, and uh, so mistakes. It's part of growing. It's part of uh, uh, building your business. So never look back. Start afresh, uh, but go back to the drawing board and ensure that you learn. But it's also important to network. I'm, I've emphasized this thing. Attend conferences. Yes. Attend seminars. Mm. Attend workshops. Meet people, and who will help you develop the skills that you're weak weak at and then you can meet business partners so networking is key in business finding a mentor somebody who can help you hold your hand somebody you can go to to ask for to ask questions and ask for guidance are important in your mm. business everybody has a mentor we have mentors so it helps you make less mistakes you'll still make mistakes but you'll like you'll make fewer mistakes than you would have made if you're on your own in a dark corner Mm-hmm. And of course, you offer such services at uh, GBR Global uh, Business Roundtable. Yes, we do offer mm-hmm. services. Uh, we have Global Business Roundtable sessions every second week in many parts of South Africa, in fourteen other countries. Uh, people can call uh, uh, Tato and Langama Dongo. We always give their numbers at the end of the session. Who can channel them to the our sessions next to their place? At Sentin, we normally meet uh, every second Friday. We met last week Friday, and we are meet. We not meeting next week Friday, uh, because we've got a big conference we yes, are sir. hosting, and which will be followed by the uh, gala dinner for the Global mm. Fund for Christ. Mm. So we have a big conference, international conference, and which will focus on trade and investment opportunities in Africa. We have speakers from twenty countries. And we'll be looking at opportunities in Nigeria, in Kenya, in uh, Mozambique, in Swaziland, in DRC, in um, Zimbabwe, in Zambia, in Malawi, Spain, US. So we've got all kinds. It's a buffet of opportunities Mm. and people will get out of there uh, with lots of information. So Mm. we're inviting people to come. Uh, to the to the conference next week Friday mm. at the Sentin Convention Center, and starting at uh, eight registration half past seven to half past eight, and um, and and they can go to the website to register for the conference www.globalbusinessroundtable.com www.globalbusinessroundtable.com or they can call Tato Mashau mm. at zero uh, seven one. Four eight three zero two seven nine zero seven one four eight three zero two seven nine, or email him tato at globalbusinessroundtable dot com. Mm. And dynamic speakers will be there, including uh, uh, Judge Mohamed Mohueng. We've got lots of speakers. Reverend uh, Chikani, former president, Tabumbe. No, we have lots of speakers that are, are coming mm. uh, to the conference um, uh, during the day, including the former president of Zambia. Um, uh, former Vice President of Zambia, uh, 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 Reserve Bank Governor of Lesotho. We've got lots of ministers coming from South Africa, from Swaziland, from uh, 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 Lesotho. Uh, we've got uh, uh, 
bank governors coming from different countries. It's a very high profile. Lots of CEOs, lot of directors, lots of business people. It's networking at the highest level. Lots of pastors are coming, bishops and uh, ministers of religion. So it's a very interesting conference uh, where we'll be dealing with business. And in the the afternoon session, we'll deal with the issues of uh, uh, global wealth and global poverty and what... uh, does government, business, and and civil society, and 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 churches need to do to fight poverty and to 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 meet the Millennium Development Goals? So these are the issues that we will be dealing with. In the evening, we have the gala dinner for the Global Fund for mm. Christ Black Tie event, mm. and um, and we'll have a great uh, entertainment by the Johannesburg Festival Orchestra, conducted by Richard Cork. Sbongile Kumalo will be performing, our worship team will be performing, mm. Paul Mutula will be performing, many other great uh, artists will be performing, and a great dinner, and it will be a, a, a great evening out. And uh, it's a dinner in honor of Jesus Amen. Christ, our Lord and Savior. So it's a, it's a dinner for the Global Fund for Jesus. So we're excited about that. People can... Uh, again, register for the conference at the website, and we can continue with the business conversation that we're having uh, uh, through Facebook or through our website. People can connect there, and that's we can ask questions and and have a discussion there. It would be great uh, for people to to follow these discussions because there's more mm. answers and ideas that we can share with other with each other through uh, Facebook and Twitter at our website. Give us Tato's numbers uh, again that I'm sorry we left with only 30 seconds. Uh, Tato 071 483 0279 071 483 0279 okay. dot com. Mm. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Prakot. Okay. Ke Tato 071-483-0279, 071-483-0279, and Langa 073-776-1981. Dile khole kanu mkhaezo ekisepa khori tutilo khotala siyatla mudima khotakona olfate. Up next, focus on the family. Oscar wa misa si po kalene kalenae, 10 between 10 and 12 tonight. Until I see you tomorrow between 12 and 1. Shalom. Shalom.